You're about to experience an aha moment with Ancestress Radio. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in for our fourth episode. Who are we behind the mask we wear? All right, let's jump right in. Elementary school is the first memory I have of wearing a mask. I went to several different elementary schools. Victory, Belmont, Callaway, Cecil, then back to Belmont. I don't remember the school, but I remember this incident as being the earliest time that I felt like I wasn't enough and had to be someone else. It had to be maybe September because I know school had just started. And I know that I was new there because I I didn't know anyone. I remember that. So it was after school and I'm standing outside with my book bag and I think, this year I'm going to make some friends. Now I had made friends at other schools but it's always been a very difficult task for me. I don't know why I just never been that jump right in and be your friend type person. I've always had to feel myself feel the waters you know. But I decided in that moment I'm going to do it. So I scanned the crowd for the most popular girls I could find because I definitely wasn't going to try to be friends with boys. Not yet. Ugh. It just wasn't on my mind. Me? Friends with a boy? Mm-mm. So I'm looking for girls. And I see two girls. Twin sisters. And they are the most popular girls there. They're dressed pretty. Their hair is pretty. They have everyone around and they're laughing and giggling. And I'm like, that is it. That is them. I am going to be friends with them. Ooh-wee! So... I gather up all my carriage and I walk over to one of the sisters and I go, Hi, I'm Shelly. Would you like to be friends? She looked at me and she said, Ew. Ew, as in eel, as in disgusting, as in no, the fuck I don't, as in if, as if I was a pile of vomit she had stepped in. That is how I felt. Now, I don't know if I was shocked or just disbelief because I had never been treated that way. And I know for a fact I would have never treated anyone that way because my parents and my grandmother, well, my mom and my grandmother would have had a fit. My grandmother was not for it and neither was my mother, but definitely not my grandmother. Whew. So I thought she must not have heard me. I must thought I said something else. So at this point, her and her sister walked away laughing. I went back over to them and I said it again. Hi, I'm Shelly. Would you like to be friends? She looked at me once more and she said, no one asked for you. And she walked away. My heart dropped. I was like, oh, wait. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if you've ever felt that rush of embarrassment that comes from your feet up that's how that was so I'm walking home practically in tears at the rejection of this strange girl who I do not know but I know enough about to know that she's popular and that her opinion matters within the school so I'm home and I'm at the dinner table I'm thinking about it I'm taking my evening bath and I'm thinking about it I'm doing homework and I'm thinking about it I'm in bed that night thinking about it and then it hit me like a ton of bricks I know. 
I know who I have to be. I have to be the clown. So I went to school the next day primed and ready. Oh, I got it. So I knew I had a plan. So I sat down at the desk and I waited for the teacher to start teaching. Then I dropped my pencil. And I knew this is the moment. I picked my pencil up and I purposely hit my head on the back of the desk, my back of my head on the desk. And it made a thud. And the class stopped. And while it hurt like a summer bitch, they laughed. Now, there's a saying, they ain't laughing with you, they laughing at you. But at that time, I did not know that saying. And if I had known it, it wouldn't have mattered because I just wanted to be accepted. And then I did it again, like three hours later. So people started talking to me. Granted, they they thought I was an idiot, but I didn't care. They were talking to me. The thing about being in is that you're in. And once you are in and you're wearing a certain mask, you have to keep wearing that mask. The role of the clown, or dare I say idiot, followed me all the way through high school. I felt comfortable in being and in playing that I was not as intelligent as I could be. It got to a point where I would say something intelligent and I would surprise my damn self like, oh wait, yeah, okay, I forgot I actually know stuff. And then I talked myself into believing that it's okay to make people think they're smarter than you. It makes them feel good. And it guess it does. But when it gets to a point where they actually comment to you that you're stupid or you're dumb and you don't say anything to correct them, that is a problem. That was my first mask from childhood. What mask are you wearing from childhood? That mask became such a part of who I was and such a part of my routine, it was like a ritual. I would get up in the morning, I would be having a conversation in my head, and someone could actually say something to me, and I would think about it. And if it came across as I was sounding too intelligent, I would stop myself from saying it. And if I couldn't think of anything dumb to say, I'd go, I don't know. Anna. And that was my thing. It became, like I said, a ritual. What is your ritual? Who are we behind the mask we wear? That mask became my security blanket. I no longer had to be whomever I was because being this idiot, this clown, the dumb one, the one who did not know much, worked for me. It kept me with friends, or at least I thought they were. It kept me being talked about, even if it was negative. It kept me known. I wore that mask so much that I wore it into adulthood. And at this point, this mask had become permanent. It wasn't until I discovered my spiritual journey 
that I was able to rip that mask away from myself and I discovered other masks I had been wearing. The mask of wanting to be a good person. I'm a kind person. I'm a decent human being. But I don't longer care about whether or not someone can consider me a good person. A good person. What exactly is that? That's all about perspective, isn't it? I had people tell me they thought I was a saint. Now, I know for sure they don't think I'm actually a saint, but they think that I don't do anything. I can't possibly drink, smoke weed. I had someone tell me that they didn't even know I was having sex. And I said, well, I have five kids. And they go, I just figured they just came about like Jesus. Really? So then I had to realize what I wanted to do. Did I want to continue to wear this mask of a good person? Or did I want to be myself? Sometimes I'm mean. More times than not, I am a mean person. I don't mean to be, but I am, and I accept that. I'm a bit of a liar. So this mask of a good person, that's a lot of pressure. So I ripped it off. And I no longer, like I said, I no longer care whether or not someone sees me as a good person. I know who I am good or bad as just perspectives anyway I diligently wore the mask of being someone who was very nonchalant about most things I literally had no fucks to give I don't care I don't care I don't care but deep down I did care who wouldn't care about certain things I did care so now I get to voice that because I've removed that mask The mask of acceptance. The mask of insecurity. The mask of pretense. The mask of false falsities. Who are we behind the mask we wear? When you go home at night and you take off your hair or you take off your hat and you're just in your home relaxing with no one but you, And your kids, if you have them, but your kids in another room, it's just you in this moment. Who are you? Before your phone rings, you have to put on your voice or be put on your back on your mask and go, hello, and pretend to be that person that you no longer want to be, but have to be. Yes, we all have masks. You wear a mask at work. At least I used to. Oh my God. Hi, Mr. Z. I love your tie. I did not care about Mr. Z's tie. Was it being polite or was it wearing a mask? I remember I worked at a job and wearing a mask made me lose it. I'm friends with the supervisor who I'm going to talk about, so I won't say her name. But if she ever listens, you know who you are. I was, again, the dumb one at work. And it worked for me. They didn't really want to give me any responsibility. And a little bit they did give me, I could screw up with. And they would just pull me into the office and talk to me about it. I had a supervisor, however, who took total advantage of that. She would ask me things like, walk up the street to the store for me and get me a coffee. Now, I would do it, not because I was a dumb one, but because I didn't really want to be in the building anyway. And 
because it would t- give me a chance to get something to eat while I was out. And I'd come back. She'd go, what took you so long? Oh, I got lost. Mm. No one questioned anything. Because again, I was the dumb one. Well, being the dumb one backfired on me. Because she gave me some paperwork once. And she said, Lachelle, hold this paperwork for me in your desk. And if anyone asks where it's at, you tell them you don't know. And I go, okay, not thinking twice about it. The dumb one the good person so I'm off the next two days after that and I get a call from the boss and they go you're fired because we found paperwork in your desk we've been looking for for months me being the dumb one they believed that I actually forgot about the paperwork the paperwork was the paperwork the supervisor had given me and I tried to explain that to them but because I had pushed myself into being the dumb one They didn't believe me, and I lost the job. Now, granted, I just said, I didn't really want to be in the building anyway. I didn't want to be in the building. Didn't mean I didn't want to pay. It was an easy job. But I couldn't be myself there. Well, could I? We all wear masks. The question is, What are we doing to remove those masks? What are we doing to accept every part of ourselves, the flaws and all? I'll talk about my mask, but I have flaws as well. When I was younger, I was super skinny. I couldn't get past 130 pounds. Then I started having children. And now I'm about 225, 230 pounds. And I'm 5'4", so it doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't sit in my breast. It's definitely not in my butt because my butt is wide and flat. It's not at all fat. You would not think I was 230 pounds. I have a lot of fat in my stomach. I accept those things about myself. I could wear the mask of trying to pretend like I don't care about my body and I don't care what people think. I do care about my body. But I do not care what people think anymore. Well, I wouldn't have just told you that. I now accept every part of who I am. I realized that I was never meant to stand out. I mean, I'm sorry. I was never meant to fit in. And I won't go back and correct that because I don't, I'm not trying to come from a scripted place with this podcast. I'm not seeking perfection and I'm not trying to give it. I was never meant to fit in. I've always stood out and not in the sense that I was a beauty parlor pageant winner, but just in the fact that I was never that female, the females that I would see and try to befriend. And this is not a knock to the female female friends I have, because the ones who are truly my friends, who are truly genuine to me, I love to the ends of the earth. I haven't even spoken to some of them, but I know for a fact their love for me is real. They've accepted me. They saw beyond the mask and loved me for who I was, even before I did. What parts of you are you struggling to accept? What parts of you are you hiding? 
that is it guys for today i hope this helps someone in some manner please give me some feedback let me know what you think thank you again for tuning in you are so appreciated you guys have a fantastic fucking weekend